0: Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at Ticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Nathan Brennan.
1: Happy Thursday to everybody out there. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket, and it's new phone day for Nate. Oh, yeah. Uh, Upgrading uh, after a while. What uh, what was your last phone? I've got an
0: iPhone 7 right now, so probably safe to assume it's time for an upgrade.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: My iPhone's done me well, though. I have the home button still. (laughs) <laughs> it. I mean, my phone dies probably twice a day because it doesn't hold a charge. Yeah, I mean, it's super. Got to have slow. some problems at this point. Yeah, it, it does. Are you gonna t- keep t- it, it as a backup phone? phone or you turn no, it in? no, I'm sending nah, it back because yeah. I'm pretty sure right now they're giving you a pretty good amount of money for used phones. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure why, but today's been a weird day. I looked up the Richmond Renegades. I spent a good amount of time looking up the Richmond Raiders too. Shout out to my old stomping grounds in Richmond.
1: Yes. It went kind of down that line. For everybody pool. out there that shouldn't know these teams. What are, <laughs> what is a Richmond River? So the Richmond
0: Raiders were the arena football team in Richmond, Richmond, Virginia this is, and the Richmond Renegades, who were also the Richmond River Dogs, which were awesome. <laughs> I had <laughs> I had a Richmond yeah, yeah. I had a Richmond River Dogs jersey. They were the minor league hockey team in town, but okay. they played at the Richmond Coliseum, which was a dump. Like actually, like it was dangerous to step foot in. Was there it incredibly old? Coliseum. It was old. Pretty old. It was. It was from like 1970. That's not too old. And it wasn't too. But they never did renovations on it. Right. So it was basically the original structure with absolutely zero renovations. And if that roof caved in, honestly, there would have been no repercussions whatsoever because the people that work there probably. When you walk in, it's like just so you know, like anything could happen to this coliseum (laughs) when you walk in. So if you ended up, like, it was a huge liability. You were taking a risk every single time you walked in there. And they don't even have events in there anymore. Like, it became so dangerous you can't even walk in. It was bad. But regardless, you're trying to get me on a tangent, Bach, because you knew that I was going to come in today and I was going to say that I was right and you were wrong and I was going to call you a moron. I have too much respect for you. You're my boy. You're one of my colleagues. I consider you a friend. <laughs> yeah, you can I still call need to that. I still need to play you in one on one. I think that'd be a pretty good matchup. We'll have that happen one day. But I won't I'll I'll s I will i will I will not slander your name and dig you into the mud. I won't do that. But I will say Nebraska opening is a four and a half point favorite or excuse me, four and a half point underdog. You predicted double digits Oklahoma. I predicted two and a half Oklahoma at the start, and it'll flip to favor Nebraska. There's Nebraska no fans way. are crazy. I might be far off, but it will go to under three points. Nebraska fans will push that line to under three points. And like I said, Nebraska, when they go in three and zero against Oklahoma, they're going to be favored. Maybe not close. And they're going to have receiving votes. I'll take it a step further. <laughs> I'll take it a step further, Bach. I'm right. starting to think if they start 3 uh, 0, for everyone listening, too, their opening is nine and a half point favorites against Northwestern in Ireland to open up the season. They opened up close to that against Illinois. Anything can happen. Sure. Fine. I know why you'd be a little bit hesitant. They're gonna beat Northwest Northwestern's a bad football team. There's no way to there's no other way to put it. Other than yeah. Northwestern is a bad football team. You know what's funny though? They're is, bad football teams.
1: Northwestern uh, I was reading over uh, another article somebody written about Northwestern's kinda of got a quarterback battle and that kinda of perks you ears because <laughs> it basically <laughs> oh says um, Northwestern, it's similar to, like, Iowa. If they get a guy, or Wisconsin, that if they get a guy that can move a little bit, you know, it's always like, oh, that could, who would that have thought? Could, that could really help them out. Apparently, they got a freshman over there that's uh, pushing the, their, their, I don't even think these were the returning starter, I suppose, but one of their returning starters. Last season was just devastating for Northwestern. They weren't good anywhere. But they could have a mobile quarterback. Does that scare you? No, it doesn't
0: <laughs> scare. What do we, no. Northwestern's going to be bad. Listen. is a lot of points. I think that might come back down to earth. Or, again, Nebraska fans are kind of crazy. So, if that line went to, like, twelve and a a I'd probably take Northwestern in that. That's a lot of points, especially in a week zero game at a neutral site. You're playing in a different time zone. There's a lot of factors that go into that. So, I don't know. 9.5 seems like a lot. Regardless, Vegas is on my side. They're going to beat Northwestern. They have two... Cake games after that, which they should win handsomely. Again, it's Nebraska. They'll find a way to make it interesting, like that Buffalo game last year, which, honestly, going into the third quarter, I was sweating. I was getting, and I was at that game, and it was yeah. pretty hot outside, too. So I was legitimately sweating. I was worried about that game. Yeah. That game, more than anything, it was, bad. Is, it was bad.
1: But it's like, that's how they should have won. That team that would do everything that it could to get its way to win, even when they win... They it's they scored twenty eight when they should have scored fifty six. Right, and it, which defense played speaking well. Speaking
0: of which, they scored fifty six against Northwestern, I believe, or was it forty? Yeah, they. I mean, that was the I mean, that was pummeled, the one game
1: they just came they out from the start and
0: just destroyed. And it was awesome. Shout out to Xavier Betts. He had a big play in that game. But here's what I'm saying: you go into that game three and zero. The line is already four and a half. That'll come back down. It'll be closer to even. When they beat Oklahoma, it will be time to officially say that we're back. Yikes no, that was, that is no. that is the game it's Don't already do the Texas no 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 no. No, 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 no 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 get one victory in your no. back no that's not what i'm saying that's not what i'm saying i'm saying oklahoma i'm not going to say little brother big brother because oklahoma is far and away better than nebraska has been for at least a decade now. Let's be honest with each other. Two decades. Yeah. Two decades, sure. You can take it one step further. Not
1: three decades,
0: though. But not no, three no, decades. <laughs> we won't take. The 90s Nebraska yeah. had their number. Oh, without a doubt. Here's what I'm saying. That's a huge hump. That's a huge step to take if you're Nebraska. Your opening Big Ten schedule is easy. Mm-hmm. So when you beat Oklahoma... I'm, okay, I'll say if because I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. If I'm saying or when. when they beat Northwestern and when they win their next two games against the FCS opponents, they're going to be 3-0. and They're going to be ranked at that time, not only receiving those. They're going to be oh, ranked. Oh, yeah, if they beat Oklahoma. If yeah. they, and they beat Oklahoma 4-0. You start the Big Ten with an easy schedule. It's time to officially say that we're back. No, it's I'm, not. I'm saying it. No, I'm going not. to say it because that line is an indication, Bach, that I'm not the only one drinking the Kool-Aid. And these people in Vegas are smart. Look, they might, they might toy with Husker fans' emotions, and I'll be the first to tell you, that four and a half line, I'm going to try and jump in it early. Council Bluffs, not that far away. You can throw some money on it. Yeah. I think Nebraska four and a half is, is a good bet. Are they going to win that game? I don't know. They're going to keep it close, and it's in Lincoln. I'll take that four. If you're going to give me four and a half points, I'll take it any day of the week. They win
1: that game. It's time to say we're back. It's time. I wouldn't say so just because the, the fact that Oklahoma's in flux a little bit. Um, I, I am a big fan of Brett Venables. I've made that well-known of, uh, you know, one of the best defensive coordinators over the last several years in college football and basically waited. waited. I mean, he could have had a lot of different jobs as a head coach and waited till his dream job or, you know, one of the main big jobs came open, so he's off to Oklahoma. Um but, uh, you know, that's a, it's a bit of a turnaround for the Sooners. I think that line says more about Oklahoma than it does Nebraska. Interesting. I also think that <laughs> I, what I've been saying all along is that people um, feel like the close of last year. Like, you watch Nebraska be close in all those games. I don't think that there's an understanding or maybe not enough um, investigative journalism or, you know, whatever it is from the outside um, Saying realizing that that's last year's program and not this year's. There's, there's a lot of change. There's so much change. And last year, I, I'll, I'll continue to say was the most talented team that we've seen since Bo, you know, one of Bo Pelini's final years, uh, with you know, kind of the Malik Collins and, and Tommy Armstrong and Nate Garys and all those guys spread throughout the team. Um, the wide receiver unit was full. So um, since those that that team, I think that was the most talented team Nebraska's had. Uh, and so I don't necessarily think that this team has that. And that you know, it's I'm not <laughs> not. Trying Trying to be a downer, I'm just saying that was a pretty talented team we had last year. It was, year. so I think a lot of that is uh, is out the window. You have a, a lot of new guys come in. You hope that you can patch together a good team, and maybe they can. And, and I hope they can. You know, I uh, it, we've made it pretty clear that you're more of a drinker of the Kool Aid than I am, <laughs> uh, and I'm more of a wait and see type of approach. But right. I will start to get excited if they start to win some of these games. Now, Northwestern, uh, like you said, uh, what is it, nine and a half? Nine and a half. That I'd wait might, for that, that to come a down a little that, bit. That yeah. might
0: be a lot of points. I would be hesitant with that. Again, four and a half. If you're giving me that, I'll take it any day of the week. But here's, here's the thing. And the texter, we have the texter say, how can you even begin to think that we will be back? We don't even know who the quarterback is or starting offensive line, not to mention defensive sec- secondary. That's my point, texter, is I agree with what you guys are saying. The defensive line has gotten better. There's still a few concerns on the interior. I'll give you that. The offensive line, still some question marks. We don't know how Casey Thompson is going to look in the Big Ten in a new offense. I understand all that. I'm with you. But if Nebraska starts the season 4-0, one against a Big Ten opponent, I don't care how bad Northwestern is, it's a Big Ten opponent to start the season, and you're playing against Oklahoma, who has had your number for the past two decades, you get over that hump. If you start out 4-0, that's not by coincidence. That is not a coincidence. You are a good football team. I'm not going to say you're a great football team. I'm not going to say you're a playoff team. I'm not even going to say that you're going to win the Big Ten West. But if you start out 4-0 and one of those wins is against Oklahoma and the other is against a Big Ten opponent, that is a good football team. And then you go and you play Indiana at home. You're going to blow Indiana out of the water. Again, a bad football team. Rutgers on the road mm, might have a few more issues. That's when maybe we can talk about, okay, you're looking at a first loss. But again, if you are 5-0 going to that Rutgers game, I don't care if you're on the road. You're going to be favored in that one too. It stacks up well for Nebraska if you win that Oklahoma game. And this line is telling me that Vegas is not going to give out free money. They're not fools. Look, the people that run Las Vegas, they're not making money off of winners. I promise you that. They know what they're doing. And that four-and-a-half line tells me that this Nebraska team is closer
1: than we think. And I think if they start out 4-0, it's safe to say that we're back. But, I mean, this can change quite considerably. Again, I mean, we're talking about a line here in May. Um, what I'm expecting is this is eventually for this to, to Nebraska to look like Nebraska maybe has the last several years and give you some doubts going into that that Oklahoma game. That's why I think that the, the line will get bigger, and that's why I'm going to wait. I'm not doing anything about 4 and a half. <laughs> So you'll take Nebraska. But
0: that's the thing, though, Bach is I don't – because – the Northwestern game, I think, is what's going to influence the line the most because I can't even remember. You're going to have to right. tell me Oklahoma's starting schedule. It's it's a joke. They they yeah, start it's a, basically like
1: Nebraska minus Northwestern minus Northwestern, Northwestern yeah.
0: so that you don't have an in conference opponent. So, okay, take that as you will. The first game they're going to have to wake up for is Nebraska, right? Which I don't I don't know if that plays well in Nebraska's favor or if it hurts because North or excuse me, Oklahoma is going into this season saying. We're already circling Nebraska. We are planning for that Nebraska game. We are going to be ready. They're already saying that. I promise you. Obviously, you're going to go through your walkthroughs. You're going to go through your rundowns. All of that to go against these teams that you're going to blow out. I
1: I understand. Oklahoma. They're circling that Nebraska game already. I promise. I bet they do because the game was close last year. Um, Also because, I mean, Casey Thompson, somebody points off the text line, has their attention. I mean, he he, he destroyed a lot of that roster last year in the Texas game. Um, But I would say... You know, and and so I, I do think that it's circled. I I, do, I would wonder if I'm Oklahoma. Like like Brent Venables has already gone in there. He said the team was way too lax for the bowl game. And that was Bob Stoops coaching that bowl game. And that's You're basically. Right. You're right. <laughs> you know, that, I mean, that's a, that's a the, you can't get any higher in Norman than Bob Stoops is. So to say that is um, kind of surprising for Brent Venables. But I, I think he'll let, they'll get these guys going. Um, I just think, um, you know, before we get to that game, I just expect whether Nebraska is 3-0 or not. I expect them to give you some doubts. Um, North Dakota and and Georgia Southern might not be the scariest opponents when you look at them on paper. Um, But, you know, I I think that they they could give Nebraska a, a, a test, not just because... Of, of where they are at as a program, which isn't great for them. You know, Clay Helton's taking over Georgia mm-hmm. Southern from the get-go, but at least, you know, it's Clay Helton's a notable coach. Um, just because Nebraska's not going to be in midseason form, and I don't expect them to be for their first three games. Hopefully, by the fourth game against Oklahoma, they are more comfortable with, uh, you know, the new coaches, and, and all the coaches are comfortable with each other. It's not just a player's thing, mm-hmm. as they've talked about uh, so much during the spring, as coaches getting used to other coaches. So, um I think that this thing could go out get off well. I'm I'm not, you know, when I'm when I'm hesitant to buy into Nebraska, it's not the schedule that gives me any 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 right. like hesitancy because you can see them start to get on a roll and it's not like it's impossible that Nebraska would beat Oklahoma who's doing the same thing Nebraska is rebuilding new coaching staff right. um starting from a better place than Nebraska's been <laughs> Since, right. uh, you know, you get the point. I, I agree with you, but um, you know, I, I think it is viable that Nebraska could beat Oklahoma. I just, I my my ten points or double digits that I threw that out there is probably a, a little too much. too much, but I I expect this thing to be up to eight or nine um, at at some point. I disagree with you again. I think that Northwestern game. Look, the the
0: the problem that we're having with this argument is until they play in that Northwestern game in Ireland, we don't know. That line could blow up two double digits if you lose by Northwestern. If you blow out Northwestern like you did last season, Buck, I'm telling you Nebraska will go into that game favored. If you beat Northwestern like you beat them last season in week zero and you look as good as Nebraska, because say what you will about beating Northwestern by as much as they did. If if Nebraska played like that every game, I think they would have won more football games. I mean, they legitimately look like the dominant team from start to finish. Mm-hmm. If from start to finish you go into that week zero game and you dominate Northwestern like that, they will go into that Oklahoma game favored. I'm telling you right now, because that will that will put them on notice, and that will make it a legitimate wake up game. We have to show up for Oklahoma, because that's the thing is when you start out your season as as easy as they do, there, there's nothing you have to wake up for. Listen, you're, you're walking through the motions. It's the beginning of the season. Like you said, your offense isn't going to be clicking. Your defense isn't going to be clicking. It's a new coaching staff. There's going to be a lot of changes. If Nebraska's coming in there and they've already smoked the Big Ten opponent, then you have two games to warm up for this Oklahoma game, I'm telling you Nebraska will be favored. And I wouldn't be
1: surprised Gosh. if it was by two and a half or more. I'm serious. I, I'm, I'm being. I'm being completely serious. You do realize Oklahoma is like a going to be a top fifteen team, and regardless of what Nebraska does in the first three games, they're n- they're they're going to have a tough, tough time getting ranked. I understand that. I understand. I that. just don't see don't there think any you... way that they they become a favorites in this game unless Oklahoma. I mean, they can do the same thing. They could struggle against UTEP or Kent State as is, is the teams that they're playing. Which, for what it's worth. Uh, are in better conferences, better standings than Nebraska's Georgia Southern and North Dakota that they're playing. The thing is, though,
0: that I, I think what we're not talking about in, uh, as much is the home field advantage. I think if, Nebraska's if, done if, nothing with home field advantage in a long but, time. I know what it means but to, listen, to Vegas. I, exactly. I know what that means, and I also think we have to understand if Nebraska's 3-0 and and they are maybe not even ranked, if they're sniffing the top 25, Memorial Stadium is going to be chaos. Like, it is going to be absolute madness. And for a first-year head coach and for a transfer quarterback who's only played American football, who hasn't played at the Power 5 level, that's a wake-up call. And I think that's one thing that Vegas loves, and I'm I'm with them on that. I think if they – look, this Northwestern game could change this entire conversation. But playing that game in Lincoln is going to have some type of influence. It's going to have an impact. And I think it might have even
1: more than you think. Corey says four and a half points is a huge jump uh, to eight points a buck. You should throw down on Oklahoma all you can if that's what you think. I think I will. <laughs> I think I will. I don't know. But I, I really don't like to, to bet against Nebraska. Because then you get your mixed feelings in, I, in the game. Look, like, I'd, I'd be happy <laughs> to lose whatever I throw down on Oklahoma, I guess. But... Um, but, it, eh, maybe it is good. Actually, I'm a winner either way. <laughs> uh my bu- my buddy does that, and I hate
0: when he does that. I always bet for my teams, and I just end up really, really sad. So I don't recommend yeah. that either. Just, it, yeah. It, it, if you have any type of connection, just be very careful because, in the heat of the moment, you might do some things that you regret. That's all. That's all. <laughs> that's all I'll say. Uh, ben says all I'm hearing is college game days here for Oklahoma.
1: I just, uh, I don't, I, I, I don't see the hype for the game or the hype for Nebraska that Nate does, um, regardless of what they do in their first three games, but it's possible. I mean, you have to go back and look at the, what college game day is doing, um, that week or what they'd be interested in is the game on Fox. That usually <laughs> affects it a little bit. Big noon could be that here. It does. Uh, I, oh,
0: it will almost certainly be big noon. Yeah. Cause that would be right before conference play starts. So that's probably the biggest game game day. I wouldn't be surprised. I really would not be surprised. Also, Froth, I know you are not the first person that says that our voices sound very similar. This is Nate. This is not Nick. Nick is in his own little bubble, his own little world. Who even knows what he has to say about this? Uh, He says, you're really excited about this and all, but we need to slow the roll here. We won four games total in the last year and a half, right? Easy now. Listen, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid if they go into the Oklahoma game three and i I'm putting a big if in my chicken wing bet with Bach. Unfortunately, that's off. We've decided that Nebraska has to be three and and0 for the receiving votes. <laughs> if they lose to Northwestern, I lose the bet. Yes, fine. Or I, Georgia I Southern. Agree.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> if
0: Nebraska is not undefeated going to that Oklahoma game, you win the bet. If they're if they're, I'll take I my chances it,
1: with that. If I'll they're one and two and have eleven receiving votes,
0: you still win. There you go. Okay, <laughs> but it's not going to happen. But. This is what I'm saying. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid if they start out 3 and 0. Because I think I again, I think if you go into that Oklahoma game undefeated, especially after what happened last season to start out the season. Because we have to we have to listen. That Illinois loss oh, guys, was demoralizing. But that they, set the standard for the entire
1: season. It did, but the fact that they went 3 and 9 last year and didn't build off any wins and didn't have a chance to because you have a total of 3 wins um kind of takes away for what's been a problem like t- gets it out of your mind what's been a problem for the first 3 years under Frost which was building off of any good wins. They never did. Every time they got a good win, they didn't build off of. They didn't keep any momentum <laughs> well, going. Let me ask you this. And to, when I, I'm good win, <laughs> I'm putting in parentheses. He doesn't have any good wins. I, and I agree but with good you. wins for Frost standards that was the problem. They couldn't they right. couldn't double it up. So I mean if they beat Oklahoma, I'm st- I'm still worried about the next week against Indiana. Come on. Indiana's is not, not, uh, not as bad as the record was last year either. I mean, it, they were two years ago.
0: They were pretty darn good. Listen, and they got screwed out of the Big Ten championship game. Don't even get yeah, started on that. They should have absolutely been in that Big Ten championship game. But let me ask you this, and I don't even know if I want to know the answer because I know you know the answer to this. Has Frost had a three-game winning streak since he's been in Nebraska? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Why are you throwing up your – Because – Listen, that's that momentum. That's momentum that we haven't seen before we haven't seen before you you can build confidence off of three wins to start a football season i'm telling you and i know it's never happened and that may be part of the issue that we're having right here is All that right. we can't look at a three game stretch where nebraska won every game it sets up well all I'm saying is, I love the start to this season, and I love Nebraska's chances going into that Oklahoma game. I love their chances, and four and a half points makes me so excited. If you are not, if you are a Nebraska fan and you're not excited off a four and a half point line, something's wrong with you, because that four and a half points in college football is nothing. Some of these spreads we see are like that's why, to your credit, Bach, the double-digit point spreads in college football is nothing. They hand them out like candy. Like, there are huge lines when it comes to college oh, yeah. Four and a half points, that's a close game. It is. That's and a I, close I think, game. But,
1: it, I mean, Nebraska played Oklahoma close in Norman last year. I think that that's what it's uh, pretty excited about. You know, that's probably what's... With Lincoln Riley. and why, yeah. I mean, yeah, Oklahoma... Um, had a lot more kind of going for it into going into that game yet last year. They didn't end up being quite as good of a team as what they were projected to be. Um, And now Lincoln Riley's, uh, you know, out of there. So, I mean, I, I understand that, but again, I, I, I don't, I don't think that there's enough being taken into account that um, this is a different team, but maybe they see Casey Thompson, his film against Oklahoma, and they like it. But that's not against Brent, that's not against Brent Venables. Listen, I, I already told you, I have my issues
0: with hiring a defensive coach in the big 12. So I but it's so I offensively minded I, and I he's know. the
1: best defensive coordinator. And
0: I and I agree with you. And I agree with that. But if you're playing in the Big 12, I just think it's it's a questionable move to hire a defensive guy. I could be wrong. He could be the transition from the Big 12 going to an offensive powerhouse conference to defensive. I don't know because if he is holding teams that few points, you're going to have to get some more defensive guys in the building, in the room. I get that. I think it's questionable. I think it's questionable. Also, Ben says, I'm not excited about the line because I'm not a degenerate gambler. This is gambling put aside. I'm not even, if you want to gamble on this game or not, I'm not even telling you any advice gambling-wise. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I think it's, it's, who knows what can happen. But Vegas is saying that they like Nebraska in this matchup. And I think that says something. I think that is something to build off of. Look, I, I, I'm trying to get something to build off of. Right. What it surprised you, me. It, it I, And I know
1: it did. I know it did. So, I li- yeah, I mean, I like to see it. It's, it's getting me a little bit more excited, so much so that I was digging really deep. Well, we always <laughs> hear about the how nobody's ever had a turnaround like Scott Frost is going to need at Nebraska, and, and that you know that kind of gets you down. So I found a few names that had at least similar resumes. They're not, uh, you know, this, I'm not talking about Bo Schimbechler or anybody, but there's a few <laughs> names that had some good success after a rough start. So we'll talk about some of those guys in the Big Ten over the last couple decades that have been able to turn around and become Big Ten champs just like Scrub Frost will. That's coming up next here on the Ticket Water Cooler.